just as people are starting to get hands-on play of it, everyone's just like, it's just bland. Welcome back to the Great Mates Podcast. If this is your first time listening to us, we are a bunch of Australians just talking about our lives here in Australia. Sometimes we rant about stuff. Sometimes we go down wikiHow rabbit holes um, and never recover for an hour. Um, I'm Josh and with me today is the other STEM boy, Nick. Why am I still awake? Good question. Um, You know, this is... We've entered the weird part again and this is our yearly rant about um why we have daylight savings time and do we still need it yeah but then um, even then it's not that late for me at the moment like it's late that's true <laughs> like the time it is at the moment is around the usual time we start recording for me for me yeah as in like we usually don't start recording until about 11 and it's just past 11 now yep so <laughs> well yeah i don't know sometimes it's like that though like last week oh we recorded until what we bang we, we finished, started like late bang on week. yeah but we finished like bang on midnight yeah we did like, that's true we're a pretty all right finish yeah that's fair um but yeah no i was i was like freaking exhausted last week but yeah anyway um there, this episode probably won't be too long, just just because there's really, it, it's been pretty quiet, I guess. I mean, I I've been trying to look for stuff, um, but apparently New York Comic Con was this past weekend. Yeah, well, the weekend that we're recording. This yeah, weekend. yeah, not not much really came out of it. Um, <sighs> it it is like while it is the second largest convention it is usually much 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 quieter than uh san diego but also mm-hmm. it's now become more like it, it's become what san diego was years ago ah so th- so there is a bigger focus on like comic books and kind of more nerdy stuff i mean like I mean, like, San Diego is nerdy, but you don't get, like, your MCU stuff, you don't get your Walking Dead. It's more just some smaller stuff. So, now now it's, like, your comics, video games, TV, like, not super popular TV shows. Like, TV shows that don't cost, you know, $3 million an episode. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah, there's Hmm. some pretty lackluster comic news of just like here's a series no one wanted we're rebooting wolverine for the 12th time in 13 years but this time not hugh jackman oh as a comic book oh okay yeah they just keep on rebooting marvel is terrible for their comic book reboots they just they Mm -hmm. reboot most stuff like every 12 months what is the (laughs) The the point is to have everything as a number one. So when a new reader comes in, oh, they go, "Oh, it's a number sake. one." 
Or even if it's a number three, they go, oh, you got a number one, and they might be able to get a second or third reprinting of, <laughs> of that number one, so it's to get new readers. But the problem is, it just disjoints original readers. Yeah, yeah. And, and it also kind of, it kind of, I mean, it's not that it should exist, but it's, it kickstarted and then killed number one collectors. So people that would buy yeah. just to preserve. Because mm-hmm. the problem is when, e- when every 20th issue is a number one, then they're not rare. Yeah. And there's nothing spectacular about them when... I mean, like, I, I have some D- uh, DC New 52 number ones that are from 2011, and some of those are worth stuff. But also, the Batman was... Like, like that was only the second number one Batman... So they kind of do hold extensive value and and there's like history to the book, so it's kinda of different. But yeah, when when it's like mm-hmm. here's a number one Wolverine for the thirteenth time, everyone's like that doesn't have any value and it's just another boring story. Yeah. Yeah. So but the only really in, important thing for me that came out of it was the announcement of Steven Universe Future. So nothing, okay. nothing was really said about it. And as someone who only just finished Steven Universe proper tonight, mm-hmm. like that, I'm like, yeah, that, it, it's good. So apparently, it's not a sixth season; it's a season of itself. But it's a sixth season. But it's not going to. It's probably only going to be like 13 episodes max, opposed to like uh-huh. 32 episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and all, all we have is. Just uh, just the ent- uh, just the like uh, opening sequence. So, but like hmm. everyone's everyone's opinion on it is just like Steven Universe wrapped out wrapped up fine at the end of the fifth season. The movie yep. the movie was good, but definitely not necessary. Mm-hmm. And this sixth season, like no one knows what to do with it because there's literally no villains for them to face. Uh-huh. So everyone's like, what are they going to do? Are they going to bring back Jasper or whatever? But so, yeah, that's mm. something I'm kind of looking forward to coming when it comes. It'll probably be like uh, six months time, maybe. It depends on how... Because, I mean, season five ended in like January, February, and the movie came uh-huh. out like a month ago, maybe a bit less okay but also how long were they on production for that type of stuff uh-huh. I mean it is animation and animation takes a while to produce because I mean it takes a while to produce you've got to draw a lot of frames and you can't just shoot stuff yep so I'm guessing they're probably going to go for like maybe maybe like a quality not quantity sort of thing well, you could definitely see that in the movie, like, especially mm-hmm. when I finished watching season five and then jumped immediately to, to the movie, you're like, these graphics are a lot crisper, mm-hmm. but also like in a very Steven universe where the graphics are not crisp in any way, shape or form. <laughs> but it, like, it's the whole point of the show. The whole point of the show is that it's supposed to be very kitty and very pretty to look at and very mm-hmm. easy like there is no there, there's like yeah like the graphics are just nice to look at yeah and when you look at the so color, i'm guessing it's like 
more polished or yeah like i mean it's it's very cinematic so like the okay. movie yeah, so yeah, yeah. For, for the movie mm-hmm. you have a lot more money so they probably you know put a bit bit more time into rendering frames and yeah king stuff but it's good but like also like Steven universe is all um like there's not a lot of shading it's just like flat colors Ah, uh, yes. So, like, in, in a very, like, South Park way, almost. Uh-huh. So. I mean, like, yeah, they, they can probably... I mean, they've, they've already got all the... um, what, what What's the word for it? All the... Uh, like, they've got all the characters and that and all that, so they can... They can probably do it pretty quickly, but... Also, then, Re- Rebecca Sugar has to write all the episodes and... I mean, mm-hmm. she, she doesn't write all the episodes, but she's the showrunner, so she's still got to figure out what the plot is going to be. Yeah. So that takes time. Mm. So yeah, any anything else come out from New um, York? Pe- more, just more people bagging on this Avengers game from Square Enix. <laughs> just like like people are saying, like it handles okay, but it's a game that should have come out like five, ten years ago, and when you've had Spider- uh-huh. When you've had Activision Spider Man, like this yeah. game just does not hold up, and the rip off Avenger lookalikes, and <laughs> and they're not even lookalikes. These are are these dollar store equivalents? Yeah, kind of oh, like Captain USA and <laughs> Steel Man, Steel Man, Bug Boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear! I've seen I've seen promos of this game floating around the internet for some time now, and yeah, it, it's hard to it's hard to see those video game characters as anything, but especially uh, when they go for something so lifelike. Yes, or even yes, or even when they try to, well, like they try to do. I, I mean, it, it's it's. Uh, it's very, well, yeah, like they've tried to do lookalikes without impeding on uh, people's appearances. Mm-hmm. But then like Spider-Man, like Spider-Man looks fine, but I think it's also because they didn't try. They were like, this is Spider-Man. And I I mean, we've, we've already had three cinematic Spider-Men, so I suppose people are used to Spider-Man not looking... Like Spider-Man should look, yeah. <laughs> Which, um, well, while I was while I'm thinking about Spider-Man, did you read the Tom Holland story? I I have seen bits and pieces of this Tom Holland thing, but where the only reason the Disney Marvel deal finally uh, that the uh, Disney Sony deal only went through is because Tom Holland literally called up both companies and were like, "Just do me a favor." sort this out and everyone's like fuck this kid actually really wants this doesn't he and i mean i call him a kid but he's fucking uh, he, he's 20 l- 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 22 tom holland tom holland you sweet sweet boy you're 23 years 23. old. 23 so he's a year 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 younger than i am mm-hmm. but yeah, just, apparently he was at i think it was at san diego he was going after everyone be like, get me Bob Iger's number, who is the head of uh-huh. Disney. And he was like, yes. I want his number so I can call him. 
And everyone was like, that's not how this works. What, watch, watch the precious boy do the work. <laughs> uh, uh, good, oh, Tom. Good, good on you, mate. I mean, if someone was going to do it, it was going to be Tom Holland. Of course, because everyone loves Tom Holland. Ah, uh, goodness me. But hey, you know, it, mean, it means we do get a continuation of his version of Spidey for at least... Did they say anything about, like, how many more? No, I think they've just... They, I, I think or is they it just announced one? The, they've announced a film. And I, th- uh-huh. I, I think that's, like, tentatively put in for, like, 2021, 2022 or something. Which mm-hmm. is really soon, because every time I think about it, I'm like... They have all these characters, and they're just doing, like, another Spider-Man, another... I mean, I know it's been a while since we had Doctor Strange, but, like, another Doctor Strange, another... And that's why I was kind of... Like, I was both reassured and then kind of sad, and they're like, we've got no plans for Ant-Man. Oh. We've got all the, they, you've got all these characters, and you can only do three... Well, I mean, when Spider-Man comes out, it's going to be four MCU movies in a year. But, mm-hmm. like, you're only going to be doing... You're going to do three movies a year. And if you're going to d- have sequels very close to each other, characters have to be left out. <sighs> so, whatever. M- m- lots oh, of well. movies. Lots of movies that I will or will not watch. <laughs> I mean, saying that, the last MCU movies I, I didn't see in cinemas was like... Ant-Man, maybe? Okay. Maybe Ant-Man? Hmm. I probably could have skipped seeing Captain Marvel. Then again, I kind of... I don't know. It it wasn't a good film. Then again, none of them are good films. Like, like Endgame has just come out. I'm like, if I was to rewatch Endgame, I would just watch the last half of it. I would just, like, watch... Yeah. watch Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch from when... The Avengers building gets like bombed from space. Yeah, I I don't care about any of that preamble. I just want to see just the like Cap holding the hammer and mm-hmm. the Avengers assemble and mm-hmm. just all, all those fan moments. I don't care about the rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why that's why so. I'm always like when people are like my favorite. MCU movies, like, listing all their... Or, like, the most entertainable MCU movies. I'm like, to me, none of them are entertaining. They're entertaining for three hours, and then I don't really think about them again until the next one comes out. And then I'm only thinking about it in the... In, like, how how do they fit together. I have no interest yep. in rewatching them. Fair enough, though. I... I only went and watched Endgame once, and I've never had the desire to go watch it again. Um, well, Endgame was the one film was like it's in, it's one of it's the only film I chose to see twice in cinemas out of any movie. Mm-hmm. So I mean that that's got to be something, but that that was also because I was so just hyped up after after the first one, where I was like, I need to watch this again. And, like, not be so hyped. Also, I had nothing to do that day. So, I was like, eh, there's, there's nothing. <laughs> like, you only do so little, so little over so many days. Yep. And I was like, oh, I'll get a bus to the cinema. Fair enough. 
Um, speaking of, oh well, how, how, how will we transition from that to this thing that I want to talk about? Um, I mean, I, I think I can. Um, speaking of Marvel characters, um, speaking, and- speaking of young, young people that are attractive and make us laugh. Do you do you, where where do you think I'm going with this? I'm going to. I mean, you may be going in a different direction than what I think you are, but whatever. I mean, <laughs> you go in whatever direction you want to. Fair enough. Um, so, as we as we all know, Simu is Shang Chi, and um, well, Shang Chi is supposed to come out February 2021. Uh, and we, I believe, we discussed this in yeah, a previous next, episode. I think next year, next year, we only have two, and that's Eternals and Black Widow. If I recall correctly, yes. I think, yeah. Yeah. Plus, I mean, they only announced uh, that this year, so with filming and post-production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. It comes out when it comes out. Yeah. Um, but, and I believe we did talk about this. Um, is that what is the possibility of him being in a future Kim's Convenience season when he is going to be filming Shang-Chi here in Australia? Um, so there's something out of screen rent that I'll just quickly drop in the dump. Um, apparently, apparently if, if CBC decides to green light a future season's um of Kim's convenience so the reason why I pluralized seasons is because we know that um CBC likes to green light seasons in pairs which is what they did last um for these last season three and season four of Kim's so you know if if we do get seasons five and six of Kim's um apparently each um Siwu will be able to do it so that's gonna be fun um well, i would like maybe I the kims like go to... for an australian holiday oh yes please <laughs> I, I am very here for a potential kim's family holiday to australia um or alternatively i would like to see them do a very tongue-in-cheek sort of episode where um they go and watch shang chi <laughs> And and they'll be like, the, the actor that plays Shang Chi looks remarkably like you. Uh, you know, break quite literally, like tear down the fourth wall if we if we must. I, I was honestly thinking you you were gonna be like, he goes to, uh, like martial arts class and he's like naturally very gifted. Aha, uh-huh. <laughs> like like a very- that would be a that would be a very nice plot line. I mean, we got yoga um, and. True. Yes. So, yeah. We'll see. I mean, like, well, season four is coming out in January. Um, so well, maybe we'll have we'll to book our tickets to Canada. Yeah, we will. Lots of, um, lots of frequent flyer miles. Oh, trust me. Trust me when I say there are a lot of frequent flyer miles involved. Um, even right now, actually. Um, because, you know, I'm. Canadian Bake Off, British Bake Off, and um, actually, no, Good Place, Good Place is good because we've got 
it does the next day release. Um, and speaking of Good Place, there was a video that dropped on um, BuzzFeed Celeb where Manny Jacinto is reading Thirst Tweets. <laughs> um, Nick, did you watch that video? I actually have not. Oh, boy. But also, as as we found out, like, two weeks ago, I've been doing my own thirsting, so... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can we... Okay, we'll sidetrack to this, because um, the, the uh, quotable for this past episode went up, um, and lo and behold, I decided to pick um, the audio bite where Nick says, fuck, Danny's cute. I mean, it's, it's then, that's, that's not a lie, though. It's fact. It's fact. It's fact. But it's also very funny, you know, um, that Danny found the pod. <laughs> I, I mean, well, for one, it's not... I mean, we we did have the uh, are you the one hashtag in it. But yes. it's not like he was added in it. But at the same um, time... <clears throat> I, I may or may not have tagged Danny uh, in the... And and also, Danny is that level of famous where he does check his tags. Uh-huh. So. Oops. Uh, oh, oh, well. <laughs> but yeah, he, he found it and was like, uh, I've, oh, I'll find it. But he was, oh yeah, he was like, who, say, who me? Who me? And then oh. Brandon sent that to me and I was like, oh yep. no, oh fuck. Senpai noticed me. And then, I'm pretty... It, it, was it Brandon that then replied? Mm, or was it you? Good question. I have no idea. Well, then it was Brandon, because if you don't know, but then replied with, at, at Danny, showed this comment to Nick, and the quote, and quote, oh, fuck. And then I was like... Oh, then I, it was not... Yeah, yeah, yeah no. I'm that, pretty sure that, that was Brandon, because it came around pretty quick after, after Brandon yes. put it in the chat. And I was like... As I said previous, <laughs> I, I regret nothing. Yep. At the same time, I was like... Did, and then, like I said in chat, but I was also thinking, like, do I have to, like, just slide into the dance and be like, yo, like... Like, <laughs> we good, like... And anything I said about the cast or you, like, <laughs> I fucking like you, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you, mm-hmm. you're you cool, but... Yep. yep. I, I, I didn't, but I was like... I mean, I can't, like, I'm pretty sure everything I said was okay, and I'm pretty sure he understands, from like, a I, fan from mentality. From what I remember. And, yeah. Yeah, and from a fan mentality, like, you're going to like people, you're going to not like people, and even, like, some of, some of the cast have been like, the show made me look like the villain of the show. Yeah. And yeah. even, like, another another one of the cast that I quote-unquote stand. Kai, like mm-hmm. Kai was the fuckboy villain. Well, he, no, he wasn't quite a villain, but he was depicted as, and I mean, he is a fuckboy, self-admittedly. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, I, like I was a fuckboy, and I fucked up way too many times in that show, and I was probably not mm-hmm. emotionally ready to be on a nationally broadcasted TV show. But it's like, yeah, the show, like the show, probably didn't uh, portray me a hundred percent correctly. Yeah, and and like I found out in I mean, th- th- now I'm going in loops as well, but well, like like I found out in the reunion sp- special from After Buzz, fucking Danny Danny was the first one to get his fuck on in in the house, <laughs> and he was portrayed as like the 
Wasn't he portrayed like as the sweet one? Yeah, the, or like the, yeah, the, mm. like the sweet kind of nerdy, wanting to make sure everyone's okay. Crisis. But he's actually a. Oh, he's just a very horny bastard. Yeah, I mean he he's also very pure and very kind and caring and. Mm-hmm. But sometimes just real gung ho. Yeah, about. yeah, but apparently he's like, yeah, why not? You only live once. That's true. I mean, yeah, I I definitely relate to what you mean what, when you say like, um, you know, when you're looking at a show and you're standing people and obviously, you know, the edit the edit does things. It's like you, you, editors want you know are are trying to help conjure up a narrative that gets views in and. All that fun stuff. Um, so yes, I I can definitely relate to some aspects of what you're saying because that definitely applied to my. Well, I mean that that definitely of... exists in Master Chef and Bake Off and yes, like it's not just a dating show thing. You still have people that oh, are no, the no, assholes no. and villains is... and yes, and I think we we brought this up when um, Bin started watching Terrace House. Is that the whole behavioral thing about, you know, being in front of cameras and, um, you know, you can definitely go one of two ways is you get anxious in front of a camera and the camera captures that, or you go down the other path is where you just amplify certain behaviors of yourself and then that gets captured and then, you know, gets portrayed onto on TV and oh boy um but you know that's very evident for stuff like MasterChef but I think for things like Bake Off it seems to be uh, yeah from what I've heard uh, like mm. especially with British Bake Off like they're pretty like supportive and stuff and some people are a bit mm. more assholes about it apparently but I mean and you you'd know better but Mm-hmm. Apparently, Bake Off is like pretty. Bake Off, Bake Off is very wholesome, and I can yeah. say, having watched now all, th- well, having watched the UK version, having watched the Canadian version, having watched the Australian version now, um, they all generally are wholesome people. Like they're very, they bond together really well, and I think what, what really drives all these people to be kinder then people you might like the personalities that you might see come out on things like MasterChef is that because there's no prize money attached to um winning yeah. the show. Yeah, I, I everyone th- just supports each other. Yeah. And, and I and I think that that's kind of the the same with Are You the One where it was like for them to get the money, it was collaborative. Mm-hmm. So they were all trying to do their best to play the game and stuff but then at the same mm-hmm. time when you're locked in a house with someone for 10 weeks personalities do start to clash yeah but that's natural yeah and exactly exactly so yes but the the other fun part i guess of bake off is watching all the innuendos come out and <laughs> the edits are great for that um and and people that know me will also know that I like to make gifts of things like Bake Off and things like MasterChef. And I will pick up the innuendo. (laughs) 
um, and leave it up for all the world to see. So, um, this is a very nice shout out to Chris, who's currently a contestant on Canadian Bake Off, mm. because I gift his um, double fisting, triple fisting mm-hmm. um, little portion on <laughs> on the show. But also there's like Canadian, oh, um, British Bake Off and Michael and God bless Michael. Um, arguably one of the most wholesome people on, um, on the, is it 10th season? 10th season of, um, Bake Off because the boy likes to, um, is able to reframe stuff, like negative stuff that happens on the show and turn it into, a wonderful, wonderful learning experience. So yes, I stand that one. Um, hmm. um we we've tracked quite far from original from Manny, Manny, Manny Thirst, but it's still in the same vein. Um, I guess we probably won't talk too much about stuff that's going to happen on Good Place because we'll save that for future content. Yeah. Um, and, so, I, and I also think Good Place is kind of that show where, especially with two episodes at the moment, like, we still have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. So, Ah, uh, mm, that, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Like, uh, although... Two episodes, and I've got no idea where the... Well, I mean, I know how the show... The, the show is going to probably end in one of two ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... And I think... Well, Yeah. I mean, we discussed this um, in, our, in our season three. We do it. Yeah, yeah, in our season three sort of overarching recap, um, and then yeah, the there was one part of this. Um, well, some parts of what I said about the show have come to life, which is very interesting. Um, but I think I have a fee- I know where this is going to end up, and we'll discuss this, I guess, when when, when we, we get around to make it. The, yes, when we make the new spoilers for days, um, good play season four um, episodes. So yeah, um, we'll continue on with more reality television because I. Um, well, while I was in the UK, because you know I travelled to the UK to watch Bake Off, um, I might I stayed around and um, RuPaul's Drag Race UK is now officially a thing, and I started watching. Um, Brandon will hate me because he's actually tried to get me to watch the original Drag Race for the longest time. Um, but to be honest, there's like eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen seasons of that show, and. Yeah, and, and it's also one content. of those. Sh- it's it's one of those shows where, like, you get repeat contestants and that where they have a lot of like all yeah, stars. Yeah, because we get all stars back and mm. yeah, like people, uh, contestants come back as judges and that, and like yeah. like you need to know who they are and the backstories and stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm not going to sit through eleven seasons or more of original Drag Race just to get you know, get my canon. Yeah, just to up get up to, to date. Yes. So yeah. Might as well start with the um UK Drag Race because it's new. It's just started. Um and I find it very interesting. Um I guess from a general 
observation point of view. I have an idea of what Drag Race is. Um, but I guess I... Yeah. Maybe maybe it's just because the way that it's presented and because it's a UK thing and I've always sort of gravitated more towards British media than American. Like, the humour... I get the humour a lot more and I get the references a lot more. Um... But I think, I don't know, some, some of the queens are very interesting, behaviorally, some of them are questionable, um, but on the whole they seem to be really supportive, so, hmm, we'll see, uh, we'll have to wait and hear from Brandon to see what he thinks of this, because he has obviously watched more, um, original US seasons of Drag Race, um, and yeah, hmm, yeah, if like for the listeners at home, if you have watched Drag Race US, um, tell me how it's different to the UK version and if I should actually invest more time, but I doubt I will. Um, yeah, there's just far too much going on <laughs> for me to ever try and um, get started on that monolith that is RuPaul's Drag Race. But yeah, um... Oh boy! Now, is there anything else that well, did, did came you, up? Uh, Manny. Hmm. Manny, you didn't say oh, much yes, about Manny. Manny. Manny, thirst. God bless. Um, he took the thirst really well. <laughs> I can imagine. So you know, for people that have watched um these celebs read thirst tweets before, you you have a general idea of how things can go. Um. And it, depending on the uh, sexual orientation of some of these contests, uh, some of the people that appear in these videos, they can get real dirty real fast. Um, take um, oh god, what's his name? The the other the other um, very famous Andy Cohen, the, the the gay the very gay talk show host. Yes, he he had a video on. BuzzFeed celeb that where he read those tweets and oh boy, that one was so yeah real 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 thirsty. But Manny's is like you know and he took it all in his stride. Um, and yes, he's oh I will say Nick, um, he speaks French in in the video. So and we've heard that he can speak French. Um, in episodes of the Good Place to Podcast, so you might need to you might need to listen to oh well yeah listen or watch the video just to see that um, okay hmm but yes uh, and as you would expect I think Manny is a very sweet man and I am very happy that the fact that he's he's currently attached to someone because oh boy. Okay, now is there anything else that we wanted to talk about? Because if not, we might start getting into recommendations. And honestly, today's probably going to be just a real, real quick. Yeah, I mean, episode. I mean, it, if if there's less content, we can have extended recommendations. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, in which case, I'm going to go look for several recommendations. <laughs> Okay. Do you want to give one recommendation first? 
Okay, well, I I have a couple of recommendations, and yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see how we go. But like, because Mm -hmm. I just finished Steven Universe, and kind of that stuff's all been on my mind lately, and and I've been in a weird headspace because of multiple reasons, and like Steven Universe hits that in a very like self good, like self care good way. Um, I I will start with, um. I mean, the the first one is just go watch Steven Universe. Like, okay. I mean, like, like it's a, it's like it's a lot of work. Like, it's five, epi- like it's five seasons of like, probably on average like thirty episodes piece. They are ten minute episodes, so it's. Oh okay. So it's Thank not God. like yeah, it's not like a heap, but. Yeah. Um, but one of the uh, one of the songs that kind of has stuck with me a lot lately from Steven Universe. <laughs> Is mm-hmm. um, oh, I've got to, got to remember what it's called. Duh, 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 duh. No, that's uh, I, the the song is called "Here Comes a Thought," and it's very much about like mindfulness and kind of like uh, and uh, like I've I've been kind of singing the song a lot to, to myself lately because of. It's very much like, so, as as the title of the song is, here comes a thought, take the thought, think about it, but then just let it go. Oh. And that's something that kind of is good for me, and it's something that I kind of started to do a lot when I first ha- was having some mental health problems, and mm-hmm. it, when it works very well for me at a, like, when I'm at a very, like, low early stage where it's like cool just like take it why why do you have that thought what's the relevance of it and then just let it go but in the context of the show it's very much about that but it's also about what one of the ideas of one of the concepts in seven universe is called fusion where two gems or later some humans as well form and become like one being but because of that, it's two mm-hmm. minds cooperate, like having to work. So it's about, so in, in this body, there are two minds and those minds are shared. So you've got to ha- have a very balanced mind between the two. So it's very much just like, it's okay. And, and I mean, one of the lines of the song is it's, it's okay. So just, yeah, so that's just a good chill, chill song that kind of has been helping me a bit. And also it's a very catchy song. Cool. Um, I will recommend. This is going to be one of multiple recommends today. Um, we were talking about how there was an Avengers, um, an Avengers light game, um, being released by Square Enix. I stumbled upon a video that appeared on Instagram, but it's on other social media platforms now as well. Um, released by like a bunch of divers that I follow on Instagram. Whoops! Um, this uh. is basically like a TikTok video that they did, but it's like to the Avengers sort of um, motif. The Avengers assemble thing. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. Um, so oh, let me see who who's in it. Who's in it? So these are like a bunch of like British divers and um and and a Jamaican diver as well. So there's Jack Lord, there's Dan Goodfellow, there's James Heatley, there's Matty Lee, 
There's Yona Knight Wisdom and Lucas Thompson. Oh, and Noah Williams. So those are all the divers that appear in the video. You can find their socials. And I think I'm pretty sure they've all posted it in some way, shape or form on there. So it's, it's actually really cool. They, yeah, they it's a only... very smart video. You, you shared it on it Instagram is a very smart and video. it's like, yeah, that's... There is like a thirst aspect to it, but there is also just like a nerdy like aspect. Goddamn boys! And there's a yes, also like a very good creative aspect of it, because because mm. there's and like a, a fair few of them, and that takes some coordination and planning. So yeah, no, I read through the comments to try and see how many times they rehearsed this. Um, they they choreographed this in fifteen minutes, and they are, they had two tries of this. Oh, that's fucking impressive! So yes, props to these boys for actually getting this shit done in two getting takes. It, yeah, two takes. Jesus. Uh, so yeah, that's that's one of my um, recommends this week. Do you have another one, Nick? Ah, uh, yes. It is okay. also Seven Universe related. And it is mm-hmm. on YouTube, and, it, like, it's fairly old, and this is something that if I, I mean, like, I, I'm kind of becoming a teacher, but also not a teacher, but it's it's something that, like, I would probably remember in, if I ever had, and maybe something I'd recommend to the teachers I was working with, but it's the Steven Universe sl- X Dove self-esteem videos, Okay. So there's one about, and it's all the characters, it's animated in a different, slightly different style than the show is, but it's, they're like one about, um, like not comparing your body, but, but, uh, with friends or celebrities or not using social media so much or Mm -hmm. what are some of the other ones? There's a really, the first, there's one about bullying, which isn't a very good video. It's probably the worst of the videos, but there is one about bullying. Um, but yeah, they're just like good, like two minute videos of the characters, like with the characters and sort of like the proper voice actors and that. And yeah, it's just like good little like PSAs almost videos, but they're also just cute because huh. it's all the characters and like, I love all the characters. Um, like I'm always like... Who's my favorite Steven Universe character? And it's, like, literally all of them. <laughs> because, like, they each have, like, a fully fleshed out personality. And the... I mean, Steven Universe is now known as the first show to have a same-sex wedding on a kid show. And that's pretty, oh. that's pretty impressive. Okay. Like, it's, yeah, the first kid show to have a same-sex wedding in it. But it's also, like, also in the show you've got, like, this is now away from the videos, but, like, (laughs) you've got non-binary characters, you've got intersex characters, you've got gender non-conforming characters, and that's, like, the main characters of that. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, Garnet is a fusion between two characters that are in love. And that's fucking, like, that, that's the same-sex wedding. Like, two female-appearing mm-hmm. characters. You've got yep. Pearl, who has some issues with Rose Quartz about relationship, but also she's still very feminine. And then you've got Amethyst, who is, like, very tomboyish. And then even Stephen, who is a male child or a male teenager, is very feminine. 
and is all about like the love and caring and support and all that. And like all the characters are really good characters and that's why I think the show like it's been labeled as the um the avatar the last airbender of this generation. I see that. Where it's like I mean yeah, it like in a different way. Like the shows are very different. Except that they're also both about fighting and saving the world. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, they, yeah, they, Rebecca Sugar's a really smart cookie. They, they're like pretty, pretty clued, clued into stuff. And also, it's funny after like Rebecca Sugar came out as like non-binary and that, and you're like, yeah, you can really mm-hmm. tell that from the show you made. Like, like, I I think... It's in their work. It's in the work. Yeah. Like, I, I think... Mm. I think the TV show figured it out before, like, you figured it out. <laughs> I, and I... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes complete sense. Yeah, I, I'm... And I mean... A, a story that I kind of, like, have really grasped onto with um, Steven Universe lately is in... Mm. As she was writing the villain for the movie, um, she realized that she's based it on a toy she had as a kid, but she also wrote a song about that toy for Adventure Time. Oh. So it's like this weird triangle where it's... So as a kid, she had like this toy rabbit and she was playing with it in the garden and she just kind of like left it there one, one day. And she didn't find it for, like, half a year. And eventually she found it. And it, like, flipped upside down. And the bottom of it had been sun-bleached. And, but, like, the bottom of it, like, the top of it, or the the part that was, like, hidden in grass and that was still fine. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where the song and the character in Steven Universe has kind of come from. Where it's like, you can leave it and it be corrupted, but at the same time... Like, it's fine. Like, it's different. But it's not bad different. It's not good different. Mm-hmm. It's just different. And it still works and it's still functional. It's just yep. different from, from when you left it. And, like, mm-hmm. little stories like that are also... Where I'm like... Rebecca Sugar really knows... Like, not, not that she really knows what she's doing, but, like... She's writing some, like, pretty fucking deep shit for a... Mm-hmm. Ten minute... TV show where the target demo is like 10 year olds yeah like and I mean Adventure Time did that as well like Adventure Time was another one of those shows where it was like this show looks very childish but like they're going into deep shit like Adventure Time Mm -hmm. is it has like nuclear war fallout vibes (laughs) and I'm like Jesus, like Cartoon Network is taking their self way too... Not, not that they're taking themselves too seriously, but, like, they're touching on serious shit. Yeah. Like, go Cartoon Network. <laughs> you going, what, what's okay. another recommendation from you? From me? Um, I'm going to recommend... Um... So there's a bunch of YouTube videos done by a British YouTuber named Sammy Paul. It's called Some Lovely Board Games. It's just some Brits playing some lovely board games. 
and laughing and wheezing and doing some very British things. Um, that's a, it's, it's a whole bunch of fun. Trust me. Um, it is very difficult to watch these videos without laughing, um, and then spitting coffee on my laptop screen. Um, so yeah. Um, do you have another one or? Yeah, I do have another one. I'm just making sure I get the name of it right. But if you want to guess what it's related to, it's also related to Steven Universe. Oh my goodness. But, so, three Steven Steven Universe related uh, recommendations, but they're all like slightly different. So, this is the the guy that voices Steven Mm -hmm. is... Oh, okay, this is a quick sidetrack, but like... Between the show, like, between season five and the movie, there's two years that passes, and, like, Stephen is 14 in the show, and in the movie, he's 16, and, like, his voice is so different, and that is because, like, the actor puts on a slightly different voice that is closer to his voice for, like, 16-year-old Stephen, but it's, like, the first thing you mm-hmm. notice, and even okay. even in some of the... Sh- some of the... Like, they made a documentary about the making of the film, and I, that's not coming out till November, and I'm like, hurry up. They're talking about, like, in the show, Stephen has no neck, but in the movie, he has a neck, and, like, that was just oh. one thing that stuck out to the team, where they're like, he has a neck now, and Rebecca Sugar was like, <laughs> I was at conventions, and people would, like, ask for a drawing Stephen, and I had to, like, consciously uh-huh. be like, don't draw a neck, because, he, because, like, the fans don't know that he has a neck yet. Oh. And that was... What? Because... That is Because so in, in the show, he's like a little, like, but, butterball kid. Like, he's 14, <laughs> hasn't really grown up. But, yeah, and I was like... Again, Rebecca Sugar's, like, real fucking good on the small stuff she's writing. But, so, yeah, the, the voice actor for Steven, whose name mm-hmm. is... Zach Callison, he has a concept album out, and it is called A Picture Perfect Hollywood Breakup. Uh, sorry, A Picture Perfect Hollywood Heartbreak is what it is called, and it is a concept. Okay. It is a concept album about a a, a breakup, but also about mental health and how how does. Where's the description of it? Because it was, it had a very interesting description. But it's five songs with four interludes. So there's an interlude between each song. And... As this loads... So, Zach said that the... Well, I mean, it's an EP, it's not an album. But the album is less about mm-hmm. the breakup and more about how someone deals with it in the scope of these two people with a public profile people watching this, how stuff changes, and the important part about the transformation of a person from one one version of themselves to others. And, like, like it's weird. Because I listened to it before, like, earlier this evening, and it's just, like, it's a really weird album, and, like, every song is a different, like, a slightly different genre, and... Ooh. Like, it... and. They're different, but they're similar enough where, like, it, it flows real, real perfectly. Mm-hmm. 
but there's like some very like ballady song. Like there's a very ballady song. There's one that's like almost rap, and it tells a like a pretty hard story. In that, um, I don't even know how, how to describe it, but it's very much, it's very much like taking. Well, in, in it, it's taking heartbreak and then kind of evolving from it and developing into a new person, which I feel is very um, poignant for other situations as well. Mm-hmm. We're taking hardship and kind of bending it and twisting it and growing from it to become something better. Yeah. So. Again, yeah, three mm. Steven Universe recommendations that are slightly different, but also very similar. <laughs> well, Steven Universe is the theme, obviously, that's come up for these I, recommendations. I mean, I, I have, like, I, I have crammed a lot of it because, like, I, I started watching it, like, a year ago, and then just kind of, like, fell off because it became, like, very difficult to find. Mm-hmm. But then, that's when you had to decide to fly to the US. Yeah. Mm. And but then like everything is just so I will say like season five I have some issues with the end of season five. Ooh. I don't I don't quite like how it's done. Mm-hmm. But it's still like all the characters in it are still really strong and that's where the wedding is and the last like i would say it's it's the five episodes but over those five episodes they actually split into probably almost 10 episodes but each of those five episodes like has a song in it and it's usually like a one in five episodes i would say has a song like an original song but, like, the last, mm-hmm. like, each episode has a song. And they're all, like, really fucking good songs. And they're also all written by Rebecca Sugar. Uh-huh. And, and like, it, and it's just such a good show because, like, every character has has their own genre. So, like, one character is very punk and one is very, um, like, club. And one is very like ballet and one is very chip tunes and it's like every character has their own like um like uh it's it's not a theme like it characters do have themes but it's uh i don't know how you would not personality trait like like it's like you can tell what character by their music Oh, okay, okay. And, I see what you And mean. when, like, fusions come in, it's like a mixture of those two two types of music. Yeah, yeah. And... So, like, a motif. Yeah. Like, yeah, each character mm. has their own, like, musical motif. Hmm. That is so interesting. It's, it's a okay. really interesting show that shouldn't be... I mean, it, it does deserve to be as good as it is. But, but again, but it's what a, you're it's saying a ten... is we don't deserve this show. Again, we do not deserve a show that is so strong about mental health and mm-hmm. same-sex mm-hmm. relationships and gender gender diversity and mm-hmm. 
strength and also it's a 10 minute show that is very simpl- simplistic in its art and uh, it's just such a good show and I've, <laughs> I've been trying to get a friend of mine to watch it but she's mm-hmm. also like that's a lot of show and I'm like yeah but it's like 10 minutes so it's in small consumable bites yes yes fair enough okay hang on you, you shouted out Zach what's his socials I don't know what Zach's socials are. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> at Zach Callison or something. I don't know. Uh, let me have a look. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I can imagine. But he's also like 21. <laughs> and I'm like, again. Yes, yes. I had to, I had to Google. It's like, 21, eh? Yeah, oh, he's, he's 22 soon. I'm like... <sighs> Yes, very soon. But also um, the other thing, and and you'll you'll like this, the cast is so culturally diverse. Excellent. For four of the main or um recurring characters are voiced by Filipino women. Yes. And it's like that's good. The, okay. You, the thing I know about Steven Universe, and because it's been brought up, brought to my attention, is because they had a, an episode dedicated to an Uber role. Oh, uh, so that, I, that the, episode. It's actually in two yes. episodes. Oh, is it a crossover from, for two episodes? It, it's not a crossover. It's uh, like, it's two like, uh, I very mean, like the th- separate episodes. Uh-huh. But yeah, because one of the characters that doesn't appear to be Asian... Turns out, uh-huh. turns out to be like to be one Asian. quarter or one eighth Asian or something. Uh-huh. So, so yes, there is Uz Uve role, yes. and yes, that that's how I know the show. And I'm but, like, ah, yeah, it's it, it's weird when I was like, that's a weird choice of, uh, like that's that's a weird choice for for the episode. Okay, but also. They're, like of of the three main gems, yeah, one is voiced mm-hmm. by an Asian woman, one is voiced by a black woman, one is voiced by a Hispanic woman. Excellent. And all have really fucking good singing voices. Ooh. And very distinct singing voices. Mm-hmm. It's it's also funny when like a a character like th- there's one character that is voiced by a, a singer. But also, like, his singing voice does not match the character. <laughs> and I'm like, you're a good singer. And, like... But? And the songs you're singing aren't bad. But you've also been, like, put... And, I mean, this is also a compliment where, like, they've been put just, like, a little bit outside of their musical taste, kind of. Uh-huh. So they've got to kind of, like, find a way. And sometimes you can tell that they're a little bit out of their depth a little bit. Yeah. But also it's a character that doesn't have a lot of songs. Okay, but fair enough. part of their trait is that they are a musician. Oh. So, oh, just, just all the characters are so good. How? <laughs> oh, like I said, so I just, I'm I, always thinking like, who is my favorite character? And I'm like, oh, it's Amethyst. No, it's Ruby. No, it's Garnet. No, it's Pearl. No, it's Steven. No, it's Cat Steven. No, it's Watermelon Steven. 
So, so what I'm hearing you say is just watch Steven Universe. Yeah, it it's a show that like builds up. Like the first the first season ain't great, even though like every mm-hmm. season is a hundred percent rated. Like each season oh. is yeah, which is pretty rare, but it is because yeah, like even I suppose that's also the thing with ten minute episodes. Like if there's a week episode, it's over in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Okay. Before I ask you for your socials, can I quickly say, Zach Callison looks like a merge between the Sprouse twins and Nathan Cress. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I searched, searched, searched up Zach Callison, I was like, he looks like a, he looks like he could pass for a Sprouse twin. Yeah, he is a, a little bit Sprousey. He's he's sprousy, but he's got this like. There's oh, where's this? Uh, on his on his Instagram, he's got like a photo of himself like with blue hair. It looks so much like Nathan Cress. It was like, oh boy. But anyway, okay, socials. My socials are at Nick Lancroon on Twitter and Instagram. Sweet, I have one last one, and I might as well just just uh recommend everyone go follow michael from great british bake-off season 2019 just because he's he's so great and 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 like the wholesome shit that you see on the show just extends so much into like his personality and oh god bless um and he's also very, very, very gay and <laughs> automatic stan. Um, so go go find him. Um, I, what's his social handle here? Um, Ms Chakraverty. So if you can go find him, yeah, go go find him, Michael. He, he's great at puns and shit. Um, and yeah, okay. If you want to come follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AbangPinoy. And if you want to come follow the podcast, we're also on Twitter and Instagram as GreatMatesPodcast. Feel free to sub to us, share us to your friends, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Or if you have another rating system on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, feel free to leave us a rating and review over there. Um... If you have any questions, particularly because we're going to be recording our Halloween special in a few weeks, um, let us know. Um, slide into our DMs or send us questions and topics that way. Use hashtag GreatMatesPodcast. And I think that's going to be it. But as we said, there'll be new content coming out over summer and next year as well. So keep an ear out for those things. But that's going to be it for us this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys on another episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you.